and welcome back to I Watched What for episode four, the beginning of our spooky, scary skeleton month. My name's Dan. Uh, sitting next to me on the couch of wonders is my beautiful wife, Jocelyn, uh, along with our dog, our pod dog, Chino, who's looking at me very confused. He doesn't know what's going on here. And for this uh, first uh, foray into the genre of horror, we are going to be watching 1986's cinematic tour de force, Chopping Mall. Yes. So, um, I'm going to read the quick description that's up on Tubi. It says, eight teenagers are trapped after hours at a high-tech shopping mall and pursued by three murderous security robots out of control. So... Joss, you said you have vague memories. I have very vague memories of this movie. I think it's because it might have been on the Sci-Fi Channel, maybe oh, like years ago. Um, you know, when I still had cable, so uh, I I vaguely remember like dis you know dismemberment scenes, but I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm thinking of the right movie. Um. Again, I've not seen this movie myself. I've be I've been aware of it thanks to the cultural zeitgeist and whatnot, and I think mostly Diamanda Hagen. Oh yeah, but, maybe uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Might be, might be. But uh, yeah, it looks gloriously dumb, and that's just kind of my thing on this show. I, I find the stupid movies. And it's and 1986, which is kind of my uh, basically where most of my movie knowledge sits is yep. in the 80s. So. I've seen a lot of 80s movies, so this this kind of falls into my, I haven't seen it, how have I not? So, I am expecting from this, I'm expecting a lot of feathered hair. Oh, definitely. I'm expecting a lot of screaming. Yeah. Um, since it's technically a horror movie and it's R, I'm expecting, uh, what, what's the phrase I'm going for here? Tits? Yeah. <laughs> I was, going, I was trying, I'm trying to be more artistic about it, but yeah, tits. Um, yes, yeah, so, uh, we're gonna fade out to music for a little bit. We'll be back on the other side for, uh, our reactions. So, see you then. And we're back. So, uh... As seems to be a uh, a pattern with these episodes, that was a movie. It was a movie. Yeah, that was fun. It was. Actually. It wasn't bad. It's, it was uh, short, which I appreciate. It's a Roger Corman movie, technically. Well, it's a Julie Corman movie, but uh, he had quite a bit to. He had quite a bit of say over it. So, if you don't know who that is, he's the guy who directed um, Little Shop of Horrors. He, he, he directed a lot, a lot of stuff. Of, a, a lot, lot of it, stuff. A lot of it B-movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of it pretty damn good. Um, in the weird sense of good movies. Good is subjective. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Chopping Mall. We, basically, we follow the adventures of eight idiots. Yep. In, who have the dumbest party possible. In a furniture store after hours in a, a high-tech mall? I really wouldn't call it a party, because it's not a party. It's more it's, like it's more like an orgy, but everyone's separated. Yeah. Sort of. Anyway, it's the like movie a group starts. Date. The movie starts with this horrible thug breaking a window and stealing a bunch of jewelry, and then he gets tracked down by... By, uh... Ed, ED-209's 
dumber cousin, his looks, little robot thingy. It kind of looks like the robot from like Rocky Four, or um, the robot from uh, Saved by the Bell, like Screech's robot. It, so they kind of look like that, where it's it's clunky. It's running on a you know vacuum cleaner motor. On a vacuum cleaner motor, and the tracks are making a hell of a lot of noise. So how it snuck up on anybody is is beyond me. Right? Yeah. It's it's not a quiet thing. So I don't know, but whatever. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. So uh, we find out that this this is a video there be, that's being watched by I'm assuming executives and like and store owners, store owners in the mall. and stuff from the mall. As um, that this... as this new like security, uh, you know, they have these big big doors that slam shut at a big, certain yeah, point big during sci-fi the night. Sci-fi airlock doors. And uh, yeah, and uh, these uh, these machines are gonna roam the halls looking for. Uh, like intruders or and whatever else, and yeah. They're, they're supposed to be security robots, and they uh they have the ability to scan, um, your work badge. Your work badge has like a serial number on it, and they can scan it. That way, it can prove that you're not a intruder. So if you lose this badge, you fucked. Um, yeah, because as we all know from the story of ED two hundred nine, this is no possible way this could ever possibly go wrong. No. There are three of these robots, and they are controlled ultimately by a um, by a computer up on the roof. There's no possible way that any of this could go wrong. Nope. So after we're introduced to these three robots, and there's a couple of people in the audience who are being needlessly racist about robots. Needlessly, like just antagonistic for no reason. They're they just kind of being douchebags. They said the middle robot is worryingly ethnic looking. Yeah, I don't it's get like, that. Like, what okay, the fuck it's, is that? It's '86. I get it, but even for '86, this guy's a douche. That was just. It's unnecessary. Like, this yeah. entire scene really is unnecessary. You could have done the, um, the quick little thing, like, in, uh, like, in Real Genius, where they have the video at the very beginning of mm-hmm. what you're gonna see, then, like, five minutes of talking just to exposition, and then go into the movie, but no, we need needless dialogue here. I, yeah. I just didn't see the point in it. We need two mall business owners being dicks. Who never show up in the rest of the film. Nope. I just want to say like they're in the first five minutes and then that's it. Why establish this movie I think they were a call uh, callback to someone else. I remember seeing they might, something they about might it. They might be but you know what this movie does a couple of needless things. It gives us needless background uh, for some of these characters. I don't know if it's supposed to be because we're supposed to care about them, but literally giving us, like, the reason that one of our eight people, like, the girl works at a clothing store that her father owns. Mm-hmm. The father isn't in the movie for the rest of the movie. His, his, there's no reason for him to even be here. There's no reason to him, for us to learn about him because it makes absolutely no difference to the rest of the plot. It's just, he's there, he's disapproving of the guy that she's fucking, and that's it. We have no other reason for him to be there. They don't ever bring him up. I just, she's literally there for tits. I don't even remember her name, but I'm really bad with names. Um, um, but she, like, She it's, wasn't Susie, she was someone else. It's pointless. There's some of the, the background stuff is pointless. The, the two girls that we end up following... Um, 
one of them is our main character who Allison, Allison and uh, and Susie they work at like this diner pizza place sort of thing and there's it's, other like pointless dialogue here where they're talking about some of the customers which I get it it's supposed to be like a day to day thing yeah, I understand that sort of thing and this but this customer is is, uh, is handsy apparently and he's and like disgusting waitress more butter yeah like he's got food dripping off his face and yep. um, he's got the he's got the transitions lenses that are dark indoors somehow. I think the the way they described him is he's uh he's the whale who beaches himself here nightly. Yeah. Um it just it some of it is pointless. I get it. Like but there there are characters here that interact that really make no difference. I will say the cook at the uh um the cook at the pizza place reminds me of Barf from uh yes, from you can't uh, do you this can't, on television. Can't do that on television. Yeah. Or yeah. Barth. Might, his name might have been Barth. I thought it was Barf, but I could be wrong. I'm I don't know. Sure. Honestly, it's been a long time. Um John Candy in uh, Spaceballs was Barf, so yes, maybe maybe regardless. I don't know. Um yeah, so we we have our main characters. We have our uh we the three our, dudes who work in um in the furniture store. The furniture store which apparently is owned by one of the three guys is uncle again yeah. reason we know this for no reason at all it's, other than he's kind of a warring kind of geeky kid he wears glasses he he is like the perfect sort of tie and he, shirts all, really yeah. pressed and ironed everything's tucked in everything like he's the he's the quintessential 80s geek and then you have the two other people who work there one of them is definitely the quintessential would have been bully in high school but johnny square jaw yeah but he now but works in this now he store works in a mattress supply store with so. with the kid he used to bully in school like yeah. that's what it kind of feels like that's the dynamic and then the um, other guy and then the middle guy who's greg? kind of friends with both of them I think and his he's name is just, greg he's just like a pretty chill guy who's like dude calm down apparently they're going to be throwing this "Quote unquote party." It's gonna be in, a rager in the in the furniture store. In the furniture after store, hours. I guess what the the plan is: it's a Friday night, the mall's about to close, and they want to have this party in this furniture store. Uh, there's mention of alcohol. There's mention of putting clean sheets on the bed. If you can catch the drift of that, yeah. Um, and that they are going to be able to clean it up before the uncle comes back. Now the thing well, the that the uncle comes back on Monday. Now here's the thing. Are malls not open on the weekends in the eighties? I mean, uh huh. I, I mean, mean, yeah, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be there tomorrow, right? You gotta clean this up tonight. I mean, unless they have other people working the weekend, I just, I don't know what this was supposed to be. They just leave it um, for those poor schmucks who work the weekends. Right? I can understand. Well, here's the deal. I can understand that at least at some point in the past, working on a Sunday was like a not gonna happen. Like you didn't work on a Sunday. It was due to it was obviously, God's day. yeah, it was due to religion. And that has changed, obviously, since time has gone on. But Unless there was you work a at point, Chick-fil-A, which you know, fuck Chick Fil A. Yeah, but it at that point, I don't know if it was during that time frame. Maybe, possibly, I don't know. But um, so I would understand if it was on a Saturday night and they weren't open on the Sunday. That would make sense to me. But I guess. on a Friday night, now I get partying on a Friday night. I was a teenager. I was young once. And you worked in a mall. They, I worked in a mall. open Saturday. We what were open this? on Saturday. We were open on Sunday. Like, I used to work in the mall. So them doing this in one of the stores on a Friday night after hours makes literally no sense to me. Because, yeah, they just come in on Saturday morning and they're just like, what smells like sweat, anger, and shame in here? I mean, I understand doing something and then cleaning up the store afterwards. I never did it personally, but I 
guess I could see, but there's going to be pheromones hanging in the air after. Regardless, that. it doesn't matter. That's that's a neither here nor there scenario. So anyway, but they're anyway. going to have this party, and there's going to be eight people total, and uh, apparently. Uh, was it Susie is going Susie to introduce is bringing Allison, Allison to for Nerdy Boy Ferdy? Ferdy, his name is Ferdy. Yeah. Who I keep, I kept hearing Fergie, and I'm like, that's not Fergie. No, it's not Fergie. His not name is all. Ferdy, which I don't know. Um, but yeah, she's new. I guess she's friends with Susie, but she doesn't really know anybody. She's only been working at the mall for like a week, so she's basically being brought to this party to be introduced to this guy and possibly make friends. Yeah. Um, then we get these two other characters who are driving into the mall. They don't actually work there. It's obvious that they're a, they're um, a married couple. They're a married couple, and, they, and that they she like they run like business. a mechanic, I guess, a mechanic shop. Yeah. And she's smarter than they they establish this right away that she is smarter than him when it comes to mechanics. She, she, she's better. At she's that. better at it, and he. There's a small little ego trip about it, but it's not overly bad. It's just a... And he, kind of, uh, and he gets over it quick enough. Yeah, which it wasn't bad. Like, I, I liked the establishment of, okay, she was better at it than he was, yeah, but that's it, okay. It's that whole, I have to try this, let me try this, it didn't work. She gets out of the truck, pokes two things, and it works. It's like, And well, he just kind of goes... <sighs> every every time. damn time. Uh, but they're coming into the mall for this party. They don't work at the mall. Um... Yeah, so that's basically our, our plot line. This, the movie uh, establishes that one of the guys, the the Mike character, mm-hmm. I believe his name is Johnny Mike. Johnny Squaredraw. Yeah, the guy who's kind of the, the would have been the high school bully. He's dating this girl from the uh, this fashion store. Who had a name. She's She was in um, she's, Reanimator. She's, she's Brenda. Her, her real name is Brenda something, I think. She's basically tits. Yeah. Um she's she's there for tits. She's not a very good actress at all. Um Oh wait, no, that was No, Susie is the no, one from Reanimator. Yeah, Susie, yeah. I'm not talking about Susie. I'm talking about Tits McGee. Uh hold on. Finding it. Finding um it doesn't really matter what her name is because she's one of the first people to die, honestly. She's literally there to smoke cigarettes and and flash her tits, and that's basically what she does. Um they have they start this party in the um in the furniture store. And there's drinking. I mean, all the the customers and everything have gone home. um, And the robots are patrolling. Oh, Leslie. Leslie. Sure, whatever her name is. Um, But before this happens, there is a a lightning storm going on outside. There's no rain. We can't say it's a dark and stormy night because this is in LA. No, it's just lightning. And this apparently this lightning is really, really powerful because it hits the top of this mall and it, it's the, the computer on the roof four, four times. times. Not just once, four times. And it basically sends this shockwave throughout the security system and fucks up the robots. It's basically super, super opposite to short circuit. I mean, it's actually kind of funny because when, like, the third time the lightning hits is when the computer starts to smoke. Yep. Um, there is alarms going off. There are, excuse me, there are alarms going off. And the guy who's sitting behind the counter just sort of, I like... I think his name's Marty. Whatever. Yeah, Marty, maybe. Marty. He, yeah, that's right. Um, he's, like, reading a newspaper, not really giving two shits until this alarm starts going off and then the computer starts to smoke. And he jumps forward and starts flicking switches that look important. Yeah, the <laughs> light's going off or whatever. And then everything just sort of stops where the 
the board is still lit up and the smoking stops and everything seems to go back to normal. And he's just like, oh. And he's like, okay, fine. And he goes to like continue reading his newspaper and one of the robots comes forward and basically shoves one of its hands through his well, face. Well, he starts reading a porno mag. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's a it's, porno it's mag. Our first, she's gonna... It's our first instance of tits in the movie. Yes. It's like, ooh, porno. And the robot shoves his dollar store clampy claw toy hand through, through, the... through the picture and punches him in the throat and he falls over dead. And, he, and it kills him. Because this movie was made on a budget of about $8. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that's our first death, but that's when you realize, oh shit, the robots are going no. crazy. There's no way anything could possibly have gone wrong. Uh-oh. Yeah. So these people start partying. Um, yeah, our, our cast in, in the furniture store start partying, and it's like the mall empties out, and apparently there's like this communal locker room in the yeah, mall. Yeah, I don't where know where there's just they get women walking around topless and shit. It's like, um, I don't really know. I mean, okay. I understand going to work in your uniform, because I used to. I'd go to work in my uniform. I'd come home in my uniform. Um, I also have, on occasion, brought clothes with me to work to change out of said uniform because I was going somewhere after work. There is not a locker room. There is not a uh, a place for all the girls to get naked t- yeah. together. You and- changed in the bathroom. I did have a locker, it's a, yeah, but it was store. in a it was in a you know back with all the other lockers, and it was yeah. in the back room where anybody could go. So there wasn't right. a specific place to change clothes. You changed clothes in the bathroom. See, we just these had, things don't we don't just exist. had this for incidental background tits. <sighs> so, but yeah, so yeah. these girls change out of their uniforms and they go to the party, and at the party everybody's drinking, people it are making is the out. Whitest party ever oh yeah well, i don't know what dance they were doing but it was the oh, drunken God, it was aunt at, so bad it's the drunk aunt at the wedding dance yeah very much so and we are two basic main characters allison and Ferdy, fergie whatever his Fer- name is they're, they're introduced um they're introduced they're introduced to each other and they sit down and while everybody's making out they watch an old scary movie and it's it's it said was- at the very beginning of this movie during a couple of the jump scares uh our main character, Allison, is afraid of scary movies. Is very easily spooked. Which is funny because as time goes on in this movie, she is the most resourceful person. <laughs> yeah, she ends up being the like the hardcore badass. Yeah, she's she's our uh, our main character basically. Uh, so yeah, so people are making out. A couple of them start having sex. Um, we've got. Tits McGee and Square Jaw having sex in one section. You've got the married couple having sex in another section. You have Susie and dude's name, who I can't remember, generic dude number three, on the couch having sex, and the two of them are watching this movie. It's like Susie and Greg, question mark? Sure, whatever his name is. They're, they're, I think. They're boinking on the couch. We have another, uh, another tit scene here because she... You smell like pepperoni. Oh, God. Okay, so people who know me understand that I have a bit of an issue when it comes to porn or movies like this where it's (laughs) obvious that things are stupid because people are still wearing clothing. Uh In pornos, there are instances where a person is getting completely naked. I say a person most of the time. It's the girl. Yeah. She's getting completely naked. She has no shirt on. She has no underwear on. But her pants are somewhere around her mid-thigh. Yeah. 
and they never leave there. And I that just annoys the piss out of me but because that's, that's uncomfortable. That's you how you not... have test sex. No, it's stupid. And it, that shit literally drives me crazy. And this one, I she, don't... Did, this one she didn't even take She doesn't take her off. pants off. She, she literally just... takes her shirt off. And it's not even fully off. It's just over her tits so her tits are showing. But she's still wearing jeans that are fully buttoned. And then she lay, lays down on top of the guy again. And is just like, this is how you do the sex. This is how the right? sex happens. And literally, it's one of my pet peeves. It drives me crazy. So I'm seeing this and I'm like, you fucking stupid. Next. <laughs> you did it. You're um, doing it wrong. But anyway, so the, these four couples are doing their thing. Outside, um, there are still some janitorial staff working. They're cleaning up, or at least one dude anyways, is mopping the floor. And the rest of the janitorial staff is going home. They're I don't know making if... making fun of him for still working or something. I think maybe he's slow or, you know, whatever. But this is a, a normal thing for them to leave without him because he's always kind of doing this. And it's, and it's the old dude from Gremlins. Yeah, he's grouchy. And he's doing his thing. And I don't know what the fuck he was cleaning because it looked like he was painting the floor with, with a mop. What looked like coffee. Yeah, it was... It, I don't think it was coffee. It looked more like... like it was like beige. It was like, yeah, like beige-ish brown. It, it kind of looked like he was painting it with like um, clay, honestly, is what it kind of looked like. Like, Gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, but yeah, so they're making fun of him for still being there. And at cer- one certain point during the night... The big steel doors will close and, and seal everybody in. Seal everybody in, and he's been stuck, I guess, in the mall before. So they're making fun of him for still being there, and he's like, "I'm going to be out of here in ten minutes." Watch, I'm going to be gone before the lot of you. And, and you know, the the, the mall's going to seal. It won't open till six. Hmm. Five Nights at Freddy's much. Really? So, um, yeah. So the other two leave, and he's still mopping the floor, and one of the robots comes up to him. Uh, we we skipped uh, one of the other quick deaths. The other scientist oh, right. was coming in to, to relieve Marty of his shift. And apparently the robots hid his body and cleaned up very, very well. Yeah. Because he starts sitting there and starts reading a book about, like, uh, like sci-fi movies. Which, yeah. ironically, was edited by Roger Corman. That <laughs> book. So he or edited or had a forward by him. It, he had something to do with it. Uh, he starts doing his thing, and then he gets killed by the robots. Yeah, there's and so then, this, so it, body counted two so far. Body counted two, and then the robot shows up behind this janitor dude, um, and basically knocks his bucket over like a dick. Yeah, knocks his bucket over, and as the the dude is sort of like swearing at it, calling it like a you know a waste of money and a bucket of bolts or whatever the hell type of insult it's, it is, it asks him for his ID. He shows it his ID, and it kills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they electri- electrifies him. him. Uh, I guess the the thing knocked the bucket over and then sent what I guess would have been like a taser like, and, out, and, and it misses him. It misses him completely, and he starts like berating it for being stupid. So the robot's toying with him, and yeah, and then it turns on and it electrocutes him, and he dies. Yep. So that's death number three. Bye, Mr. Futterman. So again, we switch back to the guys who are all having sex and shit, and our square jaw and tits McGee are having like post-coital like pillow talk which is her bitching about not having cigarettes and him going well there's some over here that are camels and she wants uh virgin slims virgin lights virgin i thought she said slims but it could have been lights regardless i didn't even think that was a real thing i'm pretty sure it's not a real brand but no she basically sends him out to the machine around the corner 
to go and you know get you know for the dollar twenty five pack, uh, pack of cigarettes at the machine that you could that you could pull. And he's complaining about how much it is. He's complaining. Yeah, he's complaining that he has to find a, a quarter. Twenty five. Come on. <laughs> and her his incentive to come back is she flashes him. Uh huh. So that's why I keep calling her Chits McGee because literally she's got the biggest fakest tits you can see there's some real bold and she's got yeah and she's got like really big nipples so <laughs> like that's upsettingly large yeah nipples. it's not nipples the are- areola uh, areola borealis whatever it is areoli. um yeah but they're big um so yeah he goes and he's not wearing a shirt he's not wearing shoes he literally just threw his pants on and he goes to get these cigarettes and one of the machines comes up to him and asks for his ID. He's about to show him his ID. Well, he does and show the ID. It says, Klatu Barada Nikto. Okay? Which I, okay, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you Thank for you the for Necronomicon. The... I appreciate it. Well, that was actually, uh, actually, go no, further back. The day, uh, the day the Earth stood, stood still. Okay. And in Evil Dead, he used it again. Okay, he used cool. the line. So yeah, it's it's a couple of steps back. That's awesome though. I was yeah, I was how, appreciative how, of it. Those are that, those words are how you turn off the giant robot Gort in uh, the day the Earth stood still. Which is actually kind of a funny callback if you think about it that yeah, way. It definitely um, works. I just thought it was it was clever. Um, but yeah, and so after he says that, it slits his throat. Mm-hmm. It uh, he tries to run out of the fire escape, which is closed for no apparent reason, un, for no real reason. And the thing punches him in the throat. Like, it darts him first. Yeah, it darts him with the... Uh, you find out at the very beginning when they're talking about what this particular robot has. It, it's got, like, sleep darts and tasers, and it's not and, supposed to be built to kill anybody. And and lasers, apparently. Like, oh, fucking, the lasers. Like, actual kill lasers. <sighs> it's like, they don't set it to stun. They send <sighs> it to kill, but regardless. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so anyway, he, he, he's, gets taken out. he gets taken out, and... The people are still partying in this room, and uh, uh, Leslie ends up leaving because he's still not back with the cigarettes. He's just around and the corner. She's also not wearing pants. Nope. She goes out in her underwear and a t-shirt. In her Playboy underwear and like oh, yes, his, t- Playboy and underwear. his t-shirt. And his t-shirt. And she goes out to find him, and she sees him in like a shadow, kind of slumped against the it's wall. Like, this isn't funny, and Mike. And she starts berating him, and then. He, she pulls him forward, and she sees that his throat has been slit, and, and she, she screams begins to scream and does not stop. so much screaming in this movie. And she starts running towards, back to the, um, the furniture store, and one of the robots starts chasing her and starts shooting lasers at her. And the robot is a terrible shot. Well, it shoots her twice. It shoots her once in the butt, but it leaves no mark. Yep. It shoots her once in the back, also leaves no mark. Yep. And as she's heading back towards the furniture store and screaming her head she off... She stands in front of the furniture all, store, All the guys still. are looking. Everybody in the furniture store is actually staring out the window going, what, what the is happening? What is happening? And she stops right in front of the doors and does the typical stop, look, and scream! Uh-huh. And it blows her fucking head off with one of these lasers. Like I'm talking scanners, oh, just great. <laughs> it was beautiful. Fun of, Honestly, fun it was beautiful. Fun I love pack practical effects, so I was like, yay! And the vast majority of this movie was practical effects. Yeah, I, that's uh, what I appreciate. The, obviously, except for the lasers and the lightning. The rest of it, like, the, 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 the robots lightning. were actual, they were physical props. Yeah, even, well, even the lightning was pretty good. I mean, yeah, yeah so, 
I was for okay 86 with it. Before Adobe, like After Effects. Yeah, there you know, was no After Effects. Know, damn good, damn good effects going on there. Yeah, so I I appreciated that, but uh, yeah, so that's basically what gives everybody in the furniture store the heads up that oh shit, shit's oh, going down. Shit's happening. Um, so they all try to run to the back of the back into of the, the store, the storeroom, the store um, and the these robot smashes through the front windows and starts basically shooting at them with these lasers, and so they're all kind of freaking out, going, "Oh my god, we need to get out of here." They manage to get into the store room after of course Susie does nothing but, but scream shriek. and act like a fucking moron she is so it, oh, yeah. when she dies I was happy she died because honestly she pissed me off yeah and it, it, it she continues to act like an idiot right up until she's set on fire but yes that's, that's coming up so anyway they get to the the Into, storeroom and the... uh they find that the only real way out is through the vents because everybody knows that vents are people sized but how do the guys get out because they, they send stay the girls there. up into the vents they stay into the in the uh the storage room and manage to basically get around right the robot okay. that that pushes its way in um the robot who has plastic <clears throat> explosives oh yeah that it applies to the... it's a security guard yeah no if I got a job as mall security, are they going to hand me a block of C4? I, no. No, they're not. It would be an interesting job. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, so you yeah. You um, half the building. Yeah, but there were no intruders. The girls get into the, the ventilation system, and basically the guys tell them, get in the vents and make your way downstairs to the cars. Because get once the they get garage. to the parking garage, they'll be able to get in the car and they can take off. Like, you know, the girls will be safe. We're men, so we can handle this shit. And or or go. we're too heavy to fit in the or, vents yeah, or something. Yeah, whatever. But they end up, the girls like, end up in there. I've played, and... I've played Deus Ex. You can fit in the, in the vents as a, as a dude. No, it's, it's, um... It's kind of said that the air conditioning was supposed to be on, so I think this is in, like, uh, like the summer. Yeah. It never specifically states what state we're in or anything, but it, it's supposed to be summertime. But the, and the mall that they use to film is is in L.A., so we can just kind of assume, assume it's California. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the, it is mentioned that the A.C. should be on, but the vents but are not. hot. Yep. So they assume that the... Um, which is actually kind of ingenious. Like the, the robots, know, robots they're knows they're there, and they put the heat on. And they're so trying to smoke them out, essentially. Yeah, and so the metal in the ventilation system is hot, and the girls keep like going through, but Susie, she can't take it. She She's, can't take she how hot ha- it is. She starts breaking. She start well, yeah. She does start breaking, but to me, it's initially it just sounds like bitching mm-hmm. because it's so hot and she's burning herself. And he needs me. He needs my help. Greg needs my Greg help. Greg needs me. I need to get to him. We need to leave. And the other two, I think they just leave because they don't want to hear her bitching anymore. Yeah. Because honestly, that's the only reason I would have gotten out of the vent. Or my other suggestion would have been like, okay, you can go. I'm still gonna go downstairs because right now there ain't nobody bothering me. Yeah, I'm so, gonna make my ass to the uh, to the parking garage, but so, the three of them end up getting they, out. They kick their way out of the vents and they end up in a, like a hardware slash automotive store. Meanwhile, while this is going on, the guys manage to get away from um, the robot that breaks into the storage room, and they go to the sporting goods store, which is to kind peck of and pause, uh, uh, store. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It, it it it's a sound idea, I should say. Um, Except they get the most pea shooter of weapons. Okay, yeah. So again, in, well, I mean the the rifle should be pretty good, but these things are 
bulletproof. At the yeah, at the very beginning during the whole like here's the the video of what these things are supposed to do. The robber that gets taken out shoots at at these things with guns and they are bulletproof. So them going in and grabbing the guns is kind of redundant because it's not going to work. But as Dan said, a shotgun with the right type of if you had a sl- um, like deer slug. slug or something in there could punch through it. That definitely could. But they and straight up say, "Oh, we're going to take the twelve gauge." I'm like, "That's just going to tickle the robot." And honestly, if they had aimed it in the right places on the robot, like in the scanner part at the in the front in the head, yeah. that definitely could have done some damage. But that's not what they because do. Because the pi- uh, we see later, the pistol damages the laser. You know, laser malfunction. Yep. Laser malfunction. Um, but so these guys, they grab the guns. They grab. Um, the uh, uh, ammo, and they basically go out. And uh, the kid, uh, Ferdy, he's never handled a gun before. His uh, his um, his thing is, oh, I've watched Dirty Harry like twenty times or something. I've seen Dirty Harry twenty times. And it's like times. that's not gonna yeah. teach you how to use a gun, my dude. I've seen Dirty Harry as well. Trust me, it's not teaching you anything. No, but he goes it out and they all had to be needlessly racist though. Yeah. <laughs> They go out and they start shooting at one of these uh, these robots and they manage to kind of get the upper hand on this one because they think they take it out. It manages to, like, they, they get it on its back. They essentially knock it over. They knock it over and the power goes out on it and they think they won. Yay. And so they're like, yeah, okay, so we got two more of these things. Let's, uh, let's get together and huddle up. And by this point, the girls have gotten out of the the ventilation and are in the um like the automotive store the automotive store and they're grabbing like firebombs which yeah they grab gasoline and um uh rags and they start you know basically doing makeshift molotov cocktails and our main character allison grabs a flare like a road flare and she she shoves it down her, her bra and it's you know, one of those, oh, look, we're going to get this for later, you know? Yeah, it's Chekhov's road flare. Yep. Because it's in the most secure location a woman can possibly store anything, in right? In her boobs. Right? So, yeah, so we get these, uh... There's no way all this running around would shake that loose, no. No, not at all. But the... So the guys and the girls end up meeting up. Um... And... The guys are kind of berating the girls, like, why didn't you do this? Why, and, why didn't you stay in the vents? Like, and, you needed help. No, we're fine. And so, you know, yeah. basically they stick together for a while. And, and the, the guys set up, like, a trap on the elevator yes. to try to take out another robot. They set up two more propane tanks up on the roof of the elevator. And it's that glass elevator that goes up and down. It's like, it's, it was in, like, Commando. It was in, I'm pretty sure that same scene, I'm pretty sure that was also in Terminator 2. Yeah, probably. That, gla- that that elevator with the glass sides, I've seen it in several movies. I know It could I be like that was just the, the look of the time, too, but... Maybe. Regardless. Um, yeah, they, they set up this trap, and they get... Basically, they get this thing to get into the elevator, and... Uh, what the hell is the guy's name? Black Feathered Hair. Um, uh, he's our married Li- couple. He's with Linda is the other guy yeah. whose name escapes me. Rick. His name is Rick. Rick. Um, Mr. Zamboni. Yes. That'll make sense in a bit. Yeah. So, uh, Rick basically gets on top of this, uh, climbs up through this little porthole thing, gets on top of the, uh, the elevator, the elevator and, 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 like, and primes the thing, primes the thing. And, uh, they Tells basically every, you know, shoot it, shoot it. And they all start firing wildly. Oh, uh, they're trying to shoot at this like propane tank. 
and everybody misses. They're hitting everything but the propane tank. And basically, Allison just kind of has enough, grabs the gun out of Ferdy's hand, aims and shoots. Five and once. Once and hits it, and poof, boom. Apparently, Fast Times at Ridgemont High was was filmed in this mall, too. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, so she takes one single shot and kaboom, because she's like straight up eagle eye. Yeah, she's uh, good. She's cool. One thing I will notice, did you ever see anyone reload that revolver? Nope. It fired something like a hundred times, yep. and not once did it get reloaded. I mean, we could say that it happens off screen, I guess, but... I remember uh, one point later on when they used the lasers to fuck up with, fuck with the robot. Mm-hmm. I saw that pistol fire eight times without being reloaded. Fair enough. Like you're not. I sp- counted. You're not supposed to pay attention to how many bullets you're using. You're not <laughs> supposed a, to pay attention. It's an, it's an is... '80s horror movie. Pfft, stop it with your realism. I wouldn't really even call this horror because I wasn't scared. It was no. just suspenseful, and even then, it wasn't that suspenseful. It was but goofy. It was a goofy sort of movie. The entire, like the whole, the whole concept was just goofy. It was fun. I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, lie. no, I, I was did, entertained, I but it was just like pointless. <laughs> so yeah, uh, um, they managed to destroy one of the robots and they, they like take cover at the pizza place. They also assume that they had killed the other, the first robot, which is but not we, true. We see it get back up later. So, so there's actually still two of them running around. one robot down. And yeah, they go to the pizza place and um, they're kind of, you know, hold up there. Oh, actually, hold on. No, this was... Um, they're tr- they're, they were trying to use the fire bombs on the robot, and oh, it didn't right. work. Oh, right. It didn't work. And uh, Julie. Is it Julie? No. Not Julie. Susie. Susie. The screamer. She gets shot in the leg. By, the, by one by of the... One, um... By one of the robots. And they're like, we need to help her. We need to help her. And she's just laying there screaming, screaming, screaming. And the robot shoots the fire bomb that she had and sets her the fuck on fire. And then she dies, and I'm very happy. And then she dies, and we notice that as she's on fire and flailing around, she suddenly has a very masculine build. Yes. <laughs> and when she finally drops, you can see the hood over the stuntman's yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you can just kind of... Okay, sure, that's hair. It's like, no, that's that's definitely a fire hood. Yep, yep. <laughs> Well, I was I just was very happy she died because she annoyed the, she just annoyed the piss out of me. Yeah, because she did everything you're not supposed to do in a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, okay, I understand panic. I do. I understand but su- panic sustained and it, panic yeah. in the face of logic. Dude, somebody should have slapped her and went, "Dude, focus, uh, yeah, fucking focus, let's go." But anyway, she died and I was happy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they're hold, hold up in the pizza place, and, uh, and oh, yeah, they're trying um, to figure out what to do from here. Oh, her boyfriend starts yelling at everybody <laughs> because because he's he's breaking uh, again. It's Greg? Question Poss- mark. Possibly. He's That's yelling. Be a hashtag Greg. He's he's yelling at everybody because um, you know why? Basically, why didn't you help her? Or why didn't you guys stay in the vents? Or basically, why did you let her die? It's like, why didn't you stay in the vents? And when they turn around and say, it's like, it was her idea. She freaked out. He's like, shut up. I'll shoot you. Yeah, pretty much. And then everyone's like, hey, 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 everyone, chill the fuck out. We need to just figure out a way to get the fuck out of here. And uh, I think it's at this point that the um, the doors close. Uh, no, they were sealed in from before. Otherwise, they could have just ran for an exit. Oh, that's true. Okay, so the doors they had were been sealed. sealed. Like uh, it was. I just remember the doors sealing at a particular point, and they're like, "Oh, we're fucked." 
Yeah, that was like ju- I think. Right oh, after, right after. Yeah, okay. Right that after was... Mike and what's her face get killed, the doors ignore me. Yeah, the doors the doors seal. But yeah, there is a scene like shunk. Oh God, what was that? <laughs> We're in for the night, boys. We screwed. Um, yeah, so they're basically trying to figure out a way to take out the last robot. Um, and this thing's uh, the last robot, as far as they know, because yeah. they think they killed the first one. So they they have their little argument in the pizza shop and. Basically, they, it's, shut up, they're going to hear us. Yeah. And turns out they do. Yep. And uh, Greg's, like, right, like real pissed off. He's just like, fuck it, I'm going to kill these robots. I'm going to destroy them. He killed my girlfriend. Oh, my God. And he's charging off ahead of everyone else. And he runs up the escalator. They're telling him, wait, wait, wait. He gets up to the top of the elevator, turns around. Guys, are you coming or what? And a robot comes up behind him, grabs him, and chucks him off a third floor balcony. Yeah, and he splats. Now, there's actually a relatively funny story revolving, uh, involving a mall and the phrase, are you guys coming or what? When I was younger, uh, me and my, f- uh, I was like maybe like 12, uh, me and my family were at the Silver City Galleria in Taunton. That's a local thing for folks. It's th- it was the biggest mall around here at it's the time. It's not there anymore. I mean, it's physically there. Everything's closed, though. But um, we, were, we were trying to leave, and my dad is always very nervous about getting out the door quickly and just yeah, he, he, he's he, just got I don't, I don't, he, his dad's got he's, just a he's nervous got, guy he's got anxiety which is really funny because if you look at him you don't you wouldn't assume he was no. a very nervous guy but he so, is a pretty nervous we're guy. we're all on our way out of the mall there's probably another like hour and a half before the mall closes <laughs> but we're on our way out we're heading out through leechmere so that's that's oh, how wow. old, that's how long ago this was I forgot there was even there. And my dad's maybe like 10 paces in front of the rest of us, like me and my sister and my mom. Oh, I know where this is and going. And he turns around, he starts walking backwards. Guys, like, are you guys coming or what? And then he turns around and walks directly into a pole that they had, <laughs> like, because Leechmere was on the entrance on the first oh. floor, so the pole for the for the upper floors. He turns around, walks right into it, full on cartoon, arms around the side of it, poof, and he stumbles backwards. And we would not stop laughing for the rest of the night. And it was beautiful. And his dad's not a small dude. His dad's no. like six three. Yep. Uh, he's six a, three, a firefighter. A firefighter. So. He's like, so yeah. It, I kind of <laughs> wish I had been there. Uh, are you guys coming or what? Thwack! Oh, sorry, Dad. It was funny. Anyway, oh, so I can't even imagine. So yeah, so we lose we lose Greg question mark as Here. he gets launched off of the third floor. He hits the ground with a really wet slapping thud, and we just see a big pool of blood. It's like yeah, yeah, Greg's and dead. And that brings our body count to six. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the rest of them was like, oh, shit, we got to go. We got to go. And they try to turn around and go back down the uh, escalators because they're on the second floor of three. And they go try to go down those escalators. They see the other robot coming around the bottom. And they're like, shit, you didn't kill it. Fuck. And they're just running away, running away. And they're just trying to get away from all this. Eventually, they end up at like a, like a Macy's or like a big department store. Right? Yeah. And they you know pull those doors open. They manage to get inside, slam the doors shut behind them. And I guess kind of hole up for the night. That doesn't work, Or try to, anyway. And they're just, like, trying to rest. And they're, like, all freaked out and everything. And eventually the robot starts to get into the building. Like, they can hear it, like, melt through the door. Yeah, it's like, like, it's got, like, a laser that's cutting through steel. They're like, wait, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna trick it. We're gonna, we're gonna, it wants targets, right? Oh, yeah. We're gonna give it targets. And they set up a (laughs) bunch of, like, mannequins. In a row, and mm-hmm. they're like interspersed in between them. 
And this is the scene where I see a six-shot revolver fire eight times without reloading. Yeah. Um, and it was actually a, a fun thing that they did. They managed to corner one of the robots with this, and then uh, pulled like uh, like sheets off of a bunch of mirrors. The la- uh, robot shooting lasers bounces off the mirror, hits itself, and it starts being electrocuted and just spinning around in circles and firing lasers randomly in every goddamn direction. And at this point, Linda and Rick get really stupid. Yeah. Because they just stand out in the open and start shouting, and Linda gets shot, and she dies. It's like, come on, you're smarter than that. Find fucking cover. Nope, okay, she's dead now. And Rick freaks out and jumps on a golf cart? looking thing yeah a tiny zamboni it was maybe, a little zamboni and drives eight feet and rams the robot out in the most noble question mark sacrifice i've seen in a while i guess it was like no. a it was like a <sighs> three mile an hour collision Ugh. you're gonna get killed by a zamboni and then basically um in five to ten minutes you're gonna <laughs> be killed by a zamboni well he gets electrocuted Yep, because he comes into contact with the robot, which is zapping and spinning, and its arms are flailing. And and so he and the robot die. Yeah, it's enough to kill the robot, so they only really have the first one left. The one that's already taken some damage, and I guess it's got some like revenge out for the rest of them. I don't know, but we have our two main characters left. We have Ferdy, we have um, Allison, and basically they're just like... Uh, all right, we just need to fucking end this. It's like our our best chance to actually get out of here is to split up because we're going to Scooby Doo this bitch. Yep. And they're like, we need to just try to find individual ways out. And he's like, no, we can't do that. We can't. Like, what 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 if it finds you? And she goes, trust me, you'll hear me. Yeah, basically, she's like of the opinion now. Yeah, um, I'll scream. Because everybody else in this movie screams. Yeah. So so they split up looking for an entrance or a way to get to the roof to mess with the computer. Because they, they figure if they can get to the computer and shut everything down, it shuts the robots down. So um, she ends up like searching through a back room of one of these stores. And he's in like the back hallways that connect all the stores. Like don't... Oh, malls do have those. Like the, yes. the back entrance way that Depending, has... En- I mean, it depends on the mall. But yes, malls yeah. do have... Uh, that really long hallway in the back that everybody's back room leads into this long hallway that'll lead you to uh, a door to the outside, usually. Yeah. I um, remember hanging out at that one at the uh, Swansea Mall that led out towards the dumpster, just hanging out back there. Yeah, that the, that one was a little weird because it was outdoor, but there's a few the others Swansea that... The Mall was weird just by itself. True. Um, but yeah, so he ends up there. She ends up actually in a pet store. She, yep. she ends up... In uh, Roger's Little Shop of Pets. She finds... She, the the robot ends up finding her and she screams and runs away uh actually i think this is like the robot finds her in a back room somewhere yep. and corners her yep she yells ferdy comes to her rescue shoots the robot in the face which busts the laser at least yes and then it starts chasing him outside yes and knocks and, him over and yeah basically he throws like ferdy throws a fire extinguisher at it the thing catches it and clobbers him with it and it looks like he's dead. He's on the ground. There's a pool of blood, and she's freaked out. It's like, oh god! And she runs. She runs, and she and heads she into hides, the pet store. Hides in the pet store, and she gets on like the bottom, like underneath the shelves, and she's just trying to hide from this thing. And it's knocking over, like terrariums full of full of tarantulas and snakes. And, snakes. and I'm watching this, going, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. And I'm, she I'm out. she lets like this actress is a lot, you know, a lot 
braver than I am because she did most of her own stunts too, according to the trivia. She uh, she lets these uh, these tarantulas walk on her, which I guess I could possibly manage that. But then she lets the snake run, like, slither itself over her legs, and there's absolutely no fucking way. I don't care um, if it's a garden snake. I'm out. No, thank you. Nope. You've been bitten by one snake, and after a while, you just kind of go, no, no, I'm all set, thanks. Mm-hmm. I haven't even been bitten. They just freak me the fuck out. I've been bitten, and I'm like, no, no, I'm all set, thanks. Have a good day. No, thank you, but no. But, yeah, so she manages to hide, and the, um, the robot doesn't see her. And she gets out, and... Uh, ends up making noise. I think she trips over something and the robot spots where she is, starts chasing her, and then she goes around a corner. The robot comes around the corner and can't find her because she's hanging off of, like, oh, the edge. Oh, yeah, she's hanging off the edge of it. Th- like, she's got some upper body strength. Oh, yeah. So she eventually, like, kind of dangling there, she realizes I can't hold on for forever and the robot's going to see me if I try to pull myself up. And she sees that there's, like, a display, like one of those uh, kiosks down on the on the first floor she's up on the third she sees a kiosk down there and she's like uh uh fuck it let's go and falls into the kiosk it breaks her fall mostly but she hurts her leg and she can't really walk now Mm -hmm. so it's like a real like the robot figures out where she is but it's going to get down two flights of stairs so she's got some time to like crawl her way over and she finds uh like a paint store Yep. and she goes in and just starts throwing paint on the floor paint thinner just splits shit everywhere because she remembers she has the flare that she pulls out of her shirt after she hits the ground. Mm-hmm. So she lures the robot into the paint store. It smashes through the front glass and gets on, gets slips and slides and spins around in the paint. Uh, she manages to make it out of the store. Turns around and goes, hey, asshole, have a nice day. And here, day, 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 day. As she does the road flare, throws it in the building and big Fuck off explosion. Big kaboom. Killing the last robot. Yep. And she's just, you know, she gets knocked down. She's hurt. She, like, manages to get back up. She's limping badly. She's like, I've made it. Oh, my God, I made it. And then we hear, hey. And it turns out Ferdy's okay. He just got knocked out. And he's holding a full roll of toilet paper to the back of his head. (laughs) That's bleeding, yes. But he's alive. And the two of them sort of get together and... Um, and that's where the movie ends. Yeah. Uh, I assume they're probably going to be held responsible for what happens in the mall. Yeah, there's a small little section way, way earlier where, that, where everybody's still alive and Linda's doing the math as to how much money they're going to owe this mall because of be all in, the damage that they've done to it. They're going to be in hock to the mall for the next 83 years. And she says something like $2 million, 900, 900 something, something uh, uh, tune ups uh, that they'd have to do. And then and Rick looks over and goes, maybe, maybe we, we should, should raise our, our rates. rates. Yeah. <laughs> So I liked Rick and Linda. They were they, cool. They I liked fun. them. I don't know why that they had yeah. to die, but I guess it's a it's an eighties horror it's movie, an and everybody get killed in a movie. So now I and have the I, virgins live because yeah. nobody had they don't have sex and exactly yeah. I have one thing to call out. The IMDb trivia thing says the body count ultimately is ten, but I only counted nine. I think they counted um, uh, Ferdy. Because you think he's dead, and at the end he's alive. So I only counted I nine. I have I have issues with you. I am uh, IMDb. IMDb. I, unless, I do not agree. Unless there was one that we didn't see that they they are mentioning. I don't know. Oh, possibly. Who knows? So uh, yeah, uh, this movie. Um, let's see. What would I? What would we rate this movie? Like what? Okay. What's your favorite part of this movie? Um, my. Th- 
favorite part of this movie was when she takes the gun out of Ferdy's hands and does and the just uh, and just Hawkeye. straight out Hawkeye's that yep. shit. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. I was say, I, I think mine would just be the character Linda because she was just. She was just fun. She was a good character. She had she had like command of herself. Yep. She got real stupid at the very end, but I think that's a di- directorial. I thing. liked I liked Rick and Linda as a couple. Like yes. I liked the two the two characters were likable. Mm-hmm. You've, you they gave a little bit of their background, which actually came to use in the movie. Mm-hmm. So finding out they were married and that they were like mechanics mechanics that made perfect sense. I don't give a shit about. Tits McGee and that their father owns the uh, the clothing store makes no fucking difference. Nope. Or the fact that Ferdy's uncle owns the furniture store. Again, really, no difference. It really doesn't matter. Nope. So, um, yeah, so... Yeah, that's yeah, pretty so much I it. Would call this, uh, I'd call this one a good way to kill a Sunday afternoon. It's only um, an hour and, like, 20 minutes long tops. Yeah. I, so. I wouldn't go super out of my way to find, like, a special edition copy or oh, anything no. like that. Oh, no. It's... it's but it's, if it's if it's on Sci-Fi on a Sunday afternoon, you can do worse. Yeah, I just, I don't think I'd actually pay money to see this though. No, I think it's it's it one on of those Tubi. you can stream it on Tubi for free. So yep. if it came on in the afternoon, it was something to do. It's slightly enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Tubi, we've been plumbing into the depths of that service. Oh, Tubi! Oh, there's going to be some future episodes off of there. Thank you, Tubi. Tubi, Thank I you love so you. I love you, Tubi. I love you. Okay, so uh, with that, I think we're just about done. Uh, so just a reminder, uh, a, uh, the I Watch What podcast is a proud member of the 4041 Media family. Yep. Uh, check us out at 4041media.com. I remembered to do it this time. Uh, also, special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the use of the, his song, There It Is, as the intro and outro to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we will be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, for Jocelyn's pick for Halloween. I don't think she's quite settled on it yet. Jocelyn. Josses. Jossies. Uh, I don't think she's quite settled on it yet, right? You got I'm couple- not 100% sure. I have, uh, I have a few ideas that I'm going to torture him with. I'm not 100% sure yet, though. I have a guess as to what it's going to be, but we'll see. It might be that. You don't know. Okay, so uh, with that, see you in a couple weeks. You guys take care of yourselves. I'll see you when we get back. Later. Bye.